You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Nick, good to see you, and we always are appreciative when somebody brings food with them. We'll get to the details of PepsiCo's game day grub match in a moment. When you played for the Jets, you had to see Bill Belichick and his defensive acumen on a big board Friday twice a year in the division. Basic question. How big of a challenge is it for the Eagles to get ready for things you might not see on tape in your preparation for the big game? Yeah, so that's one of the big things. You know, Bill Belichick and uh, the way that he can manipulate his system to to get the job done. I remember in 2007, uh, after they had played, you know, for many years of a, just a straight 3-4 defense, we come out, it's week one, and they show up in a 4-3 defense. <laughs> and you would have thought, you know, heads are exploding, people are going crazy, we don't know what to do. But by doing that, then the next time we played, we had to have two different game plans. Are they going to run a 4-3 defense or are they going to run a 3-4? So he has those things designed in his system just to mess with people that haven't been on film in years. When you sit here, when you sit here, Matt, excuse me, Nick, when you, when you watch the film after playing, uh, tell me, what, what did you see that you could have done differently where you say, you know what, if I play him again, this is what I'll end up doing? Because I know I could take that step, but then you play him again. And it's the same thing of what I could have done better. How do you see this football team being able to have a chance to even compete against this team in New England when they make you second-guess yourself every time you play? Exactly. And I think the biggest thing that they have to do um, is know that um, you know, New England's going to take away what you do best, and they're going to try to make you beat them with something you don't usually do. Um, and the biggest thing you got to do is don't turn the ball over, don't have costly penalties, and play the, the clock game, you know? And you don't have to do that by running the ball 50 times, but you have to do clock management because the best thing you do is keep Brady off the field. Right. Chatting with Nick Mangold, he joins us on behalf of PepsiCo's game day grub match. We're talking food in a minute. Nick, when I used to have to go into locker rooms, I use that term precisely, have to go into <laughs> locker rooms. I much prefer chopping up with Cordell than doing actual work. I would always look for the offensive line area. Because in my experience, you guys were always good quotes, thoughtful guys who had something to say. Let's debunk some myths. What's the greatest misconception about offensive linemen? Um, that we're just big, dumb idiots that run into people. Um, there's a lot that goes into offensive line. There's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of calls. Um, and there's a lot of uh, mental work that goes in during the week. Yes, we are the big animals that you know have to push people around <laughs> but there is a mental side to it that i think gets lost uh, a lot of times and when you look at how the offensive linemen have to play in this game particularly uh, this offensive line of new england having to play against this front of, of philadelphia which has been really 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 good this year and consistent throughout and plus the rotations you add into it how tough of a day will this offensive line have in new england going against this front four slash let's say seven offense defensive linemen yeah, so Philly's been doing a great job, you know, getting after the quarterback, playing with their hair on fire. They've just been flying around like crazy. And it is going to be a big challenge for them, but one key that they have is they have Tom. And Tom's going to make sure that they he gets them in the right position, make sure that, you know, he's got everyone accounted for. Um, rarely do you see a free runner coming at Tom. Uh, you know, he's got it covered, and if there is one, he's getting that ball out quick. And, you know, so you can put a lot on the offensive line, but that, you know, that little – extra thing is you know the ability of tom to dissect the defense and get, put them in the right spot since we've established offensive linemen are deep thinkers let's talk about the strategy x's and o element we've been talking about rpos for philadelphia all week long run pass option how does that change what the offensive linemen have to do for the eagles well i think the biggest thing is that you can't tell the offensive linemen that there's a pass associated with it 
Um, you know, I, the first thing a linebacker looks for is does an offensive lineman's helmet pop up? If that pops up, you know it's a pass. So to, to really pull off the run-pass option is you have to sell that run, and you have to believe that it's a run. So for me, if I was a coordinator, I would never tell my offensive line that there's a pass element to it. I would just say, hey, we're running the ball you know, to the right over here, and that's what we're doing, and you guys go block it, and next thing you know, you see the ball whiz past your head. Like, oh, there, that was in there. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because we do it in high school, where my son's high school, mm-hmm. and the offensive line, and even the offensive line in the National Football League that run the RPOs, they don't really know what's going to happen because everything happens so quick. Mm-hmm. Do you think this team in New England will be able to respond to that the right way? Because I don't think Bill Belichick has ever gone up against anything like this, considering what we saw last week when they played against Minnesota. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big challenge for that defense to make sure that you're in the right spot at the right time. But if one thing we know about a Belichick defense is that they're going to be in the right spot at the right time. Um, you know, it's just it's going to be, you know, can you control that, you know, having to deal with both the run and the pass on one play? You've had a great run in football, but we know all the cliches about father time being undefeated. Nothing <laughs> lasts forever, except for one guy. One guy, Tom. Tom Brady. Tom seems to be doing Is he well. going to win this, or is father time just on the ropes right now, and this thing's going to go the limit 12 rounds? I, you know, when he, when I saw the quote that he said he wanted to play for four, until he was 45, and, I, you know, you start the season, and you watch him, and you're like, eh, I don't know, Tom. Then you see him just continue going along, you know, just chunking away. Like, maybe he could play until he's 45. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is, I'm 45 right now. And you look 60. That's which is amazing. I put my, I put, you're looking at that right That's now? That's why he's aging. Are you looking at that right there? Look at that. All right. Uh, great athlete over here. Um, so it's saying that when you look at how he's actually playing in the, in the throws that he's making, I mean, you ask yourself the question, what does he need to improve on in his game? It seems like every year it's something new. And if you're not really paying attention to it, it just seems as if he is playing on the level as if he's maybe 30-something years old. But I watch him actually progress every single year. What is his weakness? I, I don't know. And I think that's the tough part that no one really knows because yeah. he, he's been able to do it for so long. And, you know, when he's first started out, you know, they were a defensive oriented team uh, and it's kind of morphed into a Tom oriented team. And, you know, it, as it keeps growing, um, I, I, I don't see where the week, I, I think it's really up to him. It's just kind of, yeah. am I done? Am I done? You know, or, or, you know, can I make another run and go get another Super Bowl? Nick, last one for me. And we're going to talk about the greatness of PepsiCo's game day grub match in a moment. I'm originally from New York. I was a Jet fan a million years ago. So as a Jet legend, let's make you the GM. Should they spend some money and get Kirk Cousins? Because my favorite exercise to ask any Jet fan is, who's the second greatest quarterback in the history of the Jets after Joe Willie Namath? Not to besmirch anybody you played with. They've been looking for a quarterback for a very long time. They have. It's been a long time. And I think the biggest thing, if I were the GM, I would be looking at how can I, you know, first you can have the world's greatest quarterback, but if you don't have the pieces around them, you don't have the system set in, um, it's not going to work. And so now that they're sitting on their third offensive coordinator in three years, um, you know, I'm, that that worries me because there's a lot of turnover. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys who have a hard time learning an NFL offense and now having to learn three NFL offenses, um, that, that can be a struggle. So um, I think you need to make sure that all the pieces are in place before you go spend a gajillion dollars on a, a shiny new quarterback. Has New England screwed it up for everyone based on how they've done it since the time in which Tom Brady stepped on the football field. There hasn't been too much change at all. I mean, this is the first time we're hearing two coordinators at one time leaving. You got your backup quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo gone. You have Jacoby Brissett gone. I mean, 40 years old. Bill Belichick seems more happy, let's just say, in this last AFC championship game than I've seen him even in the Super Bowl when they won it. Mm-hmm. 
you think this is the end of this run for this group when it comes down to everything that they've accomplished together? I, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. You know, you lose two coordinators. How do you fill that up? Are you going outside? Are you bringing somebody up that's in the same system? Um, it, it'll be interesting to see. And they have made it difficult for every other team because it's a perfect storm. You get Brady, you get Belichick, and you get Kraft, give them, you know, the control. That's the perfect storm that has worked out well and that led to their success. And, you know, that doesn't happen every time. There's other ways to build teams. Let's get to the real important topic. Uh-huh. PepsiCo's, not just Pepsi, because Pepsi now is more than just a wonderful beverage. Mm. PepsiCo's game day grub match. What do we need to know? So this was a great competition that we did for uh, digital content. Um, it was myself, Rashad Jennings, and Greg Jennings. We had three different recipes that we had to cook. Um, it was a timed competition. Uh, since I'm here, obviously, you can tell that I won. Um, All you do is win, <laughs> no matter what. And so it was, uh, you can go to gamedaygrubmatch.com, check out all the videos, uh, see the recipes, see some of the blooper reels, which are pretty hilarious. Uh, but this that I brought for you guys today, uh, it's the wing that is featured at Buffalo Wild Wings this weekend here in Minnesota. Uh, it is my Dorito's Cool Ranch Dusted Chicken Wing. Uh, it's Buffalo Com, um, and it's marinated. It's uh, fantastic, and I highly recommend checking it out. Cordell, you going to dig in? Mmm, that looks good. You sound like you like it more than He's me. Pondering. Well, He's pondering. Well, I have to talk. I have to have Oh, the you can eat and talk at the same time. You do a lot of things at once. <laughs> He's a, trust me. He's a multitasker on Multi- steroids, literally. <laughs> he can get it done. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to. You're I'm, good right I'm, now, I'm, but later. For, we'll later. Now, for now, yeah. for now. Because I am, see I am you. on the mic with you. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Because for you would me. never eat and try to do the talk show. We've no, never no, established more, that in the past. Every once in a while, I sound like I am eating something. Every once in a while, <laughs> more than once in a while. Finally, you win the door prize, best beard we've had on the show thus far. Thank you, thank you. It, I thought it was a lot better last week. My wife yelled at me uh, because she knew I was coming out to Super Bowl. She goes, "You can't look like that. You, you cleaned that up. You need to get trimmed oh, up." And man, so this you cleaned is, that up, bro. This is cleaned up. It was bigger when you were playing. It was bigger a week ago. <laughs> I'm not letting go so of you beard. Put, what do you put in that thing? Do you, you like you? What do you it's do? It's nothing right now. Right now uh, is natural because I traveled. Uh, this is you know el natural. But sometimes there's a little bit of wax. You know, I got a beard <laughs> comb uh, to help it out. I got a moisturizer. Keep uh, it still. Does it sit still when you put the wax on it? It holds it down. It, it gets it because sometimes I get poofy and yeah. it, it kind of yeah. just puffs out a little bit. Yeah. And so the wax lets it fall. It gives it a little weight to it. Um, and then you know shampoo, conditioner. It's a whole big thing. If you cut it off, how long would it take for you to grow it back? I think. It, Word on the street is it would take a day, uh, <laughs> but I don't. I don't want to test it. Hard hitting beard knowledge Hard-hitting. only on the NFL on TuneIn. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nick. You've been listening to No Huddle with 